Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Hey, this is Kim, and you're listening to the Spine Whispers podcast. With me today is Dr. Joshua Fink, Dr. Matt Fink, and Dr. Brad Maurer. Today is the last episode of this season, and it is called End of the Year Freestyle. Okay, Kimberly. Another fantastic introduction. Kimberly keeps showing up for the podcast. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. It's like three times in a row. Yeah. She's setting the curve. Yeah. You guys, it's the end of our very first season. So this is our season one finale episode. I'm so proud of us for, you know, not getting sued yet, you know, for not uh, malpracting people with advice. We showed up, the sobriety, all of it, really. It's just been wonderful. And I'm excited about the cliffhanger that's coming up this episode. Oh, is someone going to get shot or something? Oh, cliffhanger. You can't give it away at the beginning of the so we, <laughs> so we uh, we've got this episode, and then we're gonna take a couple week break, and then uh, we'll fresh fresh stuff coming out, season two in twenty twenty, huh? Pretty exciting. So that means that season two will be one hundred years long, no, one thousand years long, so that season three can start in three thousand. <laughs> oh I was wondering where you're going. Yeah, I also <laughs> was wondering because my math just skewed yeah. off. So, okay, so Kimberly wanted to do something different. Uh, this podcast, we don't have a research case study to go over. We're just gonna focus on questions that Kim culled, C U L L E D culled. I love it. Exclusively from patients in the last two weeks when you've been in the practice, you've seen some the, the little suggestion voting box that the that uh, the staff made. And uh, what we're going to do is just, we're going to rapid fire answer as many of those questions as we can. So this is, this is the freshest stuff you can get. Mm. From the time the question was asked, till it gets answered, till it goes on the air. It's as short as you can get, other than asking us. So fresh and so clean, clean it is. All right, Kimberly. All right, you we guys are ready? ready? Okay. What is the longest medical term you know? Uh, it's probably the rib one, right? It is the Costro. It's got to be. Costro. Costro. Tenovio. Synovio. Metaplasia. The other one is um, Costro. Chondro. Tenosynovitis. And that's inflammation of the rib head. Costro. Tenosynovitis. And that's the, uh, that's the inflammation of the rib head. But the um, joint mice is another long one, but that's just uh, chondrometaplasia. I think that's probably the last. The longest that we say commonly. Dr. Brad looks like he has a good one. Do you have Later. one, bro? No, I don't know. That like, onomatopoeia? Not, not that long. Oh. But, and I don't know that this is appropriate for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It'll, you know, it's got to be at this point. I know you were a gross anatomy TA. It's true, I did. And one of the... <laughs> I was probably the best gross anatomy TA, honestly. One of the toughest muscles to dissect, not physically, but emotionally and mentally, would probably be the bulbospongiosis. Bulbospongiosis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, I that's, never, that's thank, I never had to do that dissection. Thank yeah. goodness. Traumatic. I was a posterior triangle, anterior thigh, forearm. Those were my cuts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was. A, uh, you still have your tools? You still have your oh, scalpel and your. I don't think so. Okay. Didn't we have to turn them back in? <laughs> if I did, you would know because the boys would have them impaled in their pocket. Mine almost got taken away at the airport one time. Did they really? Yeah. Oh my god. But luckily, they didn't. Okay, so next one is for Dr. Josh. 
What is something that you're passionate for that most people don't know about? Oh, okay. Uh, what do I like? I enjoy uh, hiking and, and uh, I enjoy hunting. I like being in the woods. That's what I want to say. Is it hard to feel bones if they need to be adjusted or not? No. Not at this point. At this point, we're... Yeah. I always wonder that, too, I, actually. I always no. think about, though, like, the very no first... It's called palpation is the term for... Oh, okay. That. Palpation. But I do remember, like, the first day of palpation, just kind of feeling like, what... What am I supposed like, to be feeling? You feel that? You're like, yeah, yeah, I feel like, that. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And then everyone's like, yeah, I felt that. Did you feel that? Everyone's like, yeah, man, I totally felt that. Yeah, that like, yeah. You didn't feel <laughs> like, anything. Yeah. I do remember one <laughs> one per, one student who had a massage therapy background. Oh, okay. They were the only one I think really right. could feel what was going yeah. on. Yeah. But no. after all these years, yeah. It's, it's just... No. You just do it. And you know. half asleep. And we yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we put on. Uh, maybe this is an appropriate thing to say, but we put our hands on a lot of people in school. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Um. So like we had palpation class every single day. Yeah. For at least an hour, hour and a half. Right. Because if you're like if you're great at diagnosing, but you're bad at adjusting, then you're not an you're effective no chiropractor, right? You, I mean, you have to find different ways to practice. But if you're terrible at diagnosing, but you're great at adjusting. You're still a bad chiropractor. Like you, the scale of responsibility for us is high, and it's something that goes away with time if you don't stay with it. So we don't get summers off. You know, like that's why our education is the way it is. So it, it, it's very hard N now, though. My gosh. Yeah, I feel like we're the Sherlock Holmes of bones. Oh my gosh! Like, now we can tell so much. Down. So well, like, like when people are talking to us now, it's like you're just looking at a skeleton talking to you. Right. You just that's all you see when people are walking. You're like, oh, that person's got a blah blah blah. But you don't say that out loud. I do, but that's because my wife's used to me being an idiot. You know. Um, Dr. Matt, what are your top pet peeves? And I feel like uh, this is what I lot. can't I can't answer for him. I mean, go ahead. Uh, you... That's his pet peeve, Kim. <laughs> Sometimes the before. pronunciation of words kind of set me off. Uh huh. The mispronunciation. Mm -hmm. The willful mispronunciation yeah. makes him crazy. Um, <clears throat> what about plantar fasciitis? <laughs> yeah. uh, that that maybe one of them, okay. uh, but that's really I don't have uh, too many pet peeves. I guess um, talking over people. <laughs> <laughs> that's more of a learned behavior than it is a pet peeve. That didn't used to bother, but now it like makes it crazy. I feel like Kim had some in her mind. Like, no, I just feel like you have a lot. You're very particular. Oh, God. All right. Okay. She's calling you crotchety. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, Pep, I mean, I don't really let that kind of like out in the workplace, really. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, um, you do? Do I? <laughs> oh, gosh. I am so sorry. <laughs> um, shouting across the office. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's kind of a pet peeve. Oh yeah, that God. is one, actually. All right, so this is for everyone. Oh. Who do you think is the most responsible in the office to make sure the job gets done right? Do you mean total staff or Anybody doctors? Anybody in the office. Staff? The most responsible person that works we know in this family was in the doctors. It would probably be Doctor Brad, and then what? Peggy, gosh, Peggy. Peggy, Peggy's up there for yeah. You know she's gonna do like everyone's what incredible. Needs to get done. Everyone's incredible. Yeah, but like who who's not gonna sleep at night because something didn't get stapled? Peggy. Peggy. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. now she's she makes me want to do a better job because I know <laughs> she'll be emotionally <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, should I fill that form out? And I'm like, who cares about that form? And then I'm like, 
Peggy cares about that form. <laughs> I gotta go back there and do that. Like she's taking a couple days off this week. Like today, right. she's, but you we, know she's at home. Right. You know she's working right thinking now. Thinking about yeah. what we're doing. She is. Yeah. She's thinking about organizing something. So yeah, I would say that's Peggy. Peggy. Okay. All right. Another one for everyone is Sue. But hang on. Oh, Everyone oh. in the staff, this is as good as we've ever been, right? They're just wonderful. Exactly. I just want to say that, though. It's wonderful here. So, all right, go ahead. Okay, is cereal a soup? No. I consider that. No, it's not. No, it's not. Why? It's not. Why not? Because you, you soup, you make into a pot, and the whole thing homogenizes-ish uh, under heat and time, and that allows it to uh, 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 become the final soup. Cereal does not become part of the milk until it's super soggy and nobody wants that. It stays distinct in the way that adding sticks to water doesn't make soup. Yeah, that's a really good answer. Okay. Why do my bones hurt when it gets cold out? Oh, great question. Yeah, so let, let's talk about what happens. If you, if you end up injuring a joint, mm -hmm. it messes with the integrity of it. And so the pressure is easily or more accurately felt mm -hmm. when you have an injury. So these older farmers and older ranchers that say, oh my gosh, I, can, you know, I know when the cold front's going to move. Absolutely. In. That's actually true because they, they spend a lot of time working on the farm or on the ranch. So, and if they, they have built up injuries, yeah, it's cool. arthritis in general, when we use that word, we talk about the distinct function of um, inflammation between bone and bone, which make up a joint. So what those people should be looking at, instead of looking at the temperature on their AccuWeather, right. they should be looking at the barometric pressure Yeah, to see how their day is going to go. Oh, okay. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there's a distinct pressure between the inside and the outside of every joint. That's what defines the joint. And uh, those that have a synovial capsule, anyway, so there's fluid in there, that fluid's operating at different pressure. So when the pressure outside changes enough and their joint is damaged, they've got exposed mechanoreceptors that can actually feel that. It's really cool. That's exactly right. Yeah. They so, should be, like, rehabilitating their knee, though. But, you know, what are you going to do? But then they won't be able to tell the weather. Right. That's you got to know. You got to know. <laughs> you got to know when to get inside. Right. Dr. Josh, what is the most ridiculous fact you know? Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> I, I told this actually last night to my son, uh, to Jude, I think. And uh, so your age in years, that's the number of times that you've gone around the sun, right? I mean, you're kind of going around the sun. That's the whole deal of the year. That's your age in years. So, but your, your age in months that's how many times the moon has gone around you. Nice. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. All right. That's my thing. Okay. All right. I like it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. All right. This is for everyone. What is your favorite bone in the human body? Oh, my gosh. Great why? question. Well, first, I immediately want to go to something in the spine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, something like C1. Yeah. You know. It's a great, but great bone. I'm going to go with the hyoid bone. <sighs> Wonderful. Because that's a little bit of trivia. Wonderful yeah, bone. It is the only bone in your body that doesn't directly connect to another bone. Mm. So it's, it's distantly connected by ligaments. Right. So I, I like the hyoid yeah. because it's... it's kind it of, doesn't make a joint, It's in your throat. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's in your really? throat. Fantastic. So I like it because it's Fantastic. Kind of a, it's a lone wolf. It's just kind of hanging you know, out. Yes. It's a rebel. You know, it doesn't lot, feel like it needs another levers. bone. Got a lot of levering on him. <laughs> you got all these bones around, but it, it's just hanging out on its yeah. own. You know? Uh... Yeah, my favorite bone is the bone directly below the hyoid, the clavicle. 
Nice. And the Guys thing are about taking the, all the good bones. Well, the thing about the clavicle is there's only one attachment uh -huh. to your spine. Uh -huh. But houses the attachment points for the shoulder, Yeah. shoulder blade. Yeah, clavicle makes it happen. Thing. Makes it happen. Pretty cool. It's like the keystone. Yep, it oh, is. Oh, nice. Keystone. My favorite bone is probably the pisiform. Yeah, sure. high pie. Sure, right? Uh, and so, uh, pisiform is in the wrist, and uh, when we're adjusting you, and you can feel our hands when, right when we're exerting pressure, both of them just did it. Yeah. Both of the doctors immediately started to show you. Mine, mine lights up. You say the word pisiform, no chiropractor can stop. <laughs> like a no, laser. No, Dr. Man just adjusted the wall because we said the word pisiform and his arms became dry. So it was so, I did it so fast, the, the, the wall pisiform out. In, uh, in most of our contacts, when we are transferring force, high velocity, low amplitude force into your spine, uh, just a little bit, we use the piezoform <laughs> to do that. And what it does, when you rotate your wrist and lock it out, chiropractors know how to deliver force from the shoulder to your spine without losing that much in the elbow or the wrist. And the piezoform is our contact from our body to your body. So I, I know that sounds super creepy. Yeah, you guys know that they're <laughs> they're losing their minds right now. <laughs> and that's just the thing with chiropractors. If you ever want to get a rock up, like if you listen, if you ever want to murder chiropractors and they're like hiding in the building and you're the ex murderer, you just say something about the piezoform and they'll start shuffling. You can't. They'll start moving and they'll give themselves away. They'll raise away. their hand and show you. Like, Anybody seen a piezoform? You'll hear just this muffled. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> get him, boys! Uh, they'll try to fracture your pants. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Kim. Good question. We can't. We got to move on, or we'll never get past yeah. this topic. So. Um, All the chiropractors that listen to this right now are like in their cars, like adjusting their steering wheel or whatever. <laughs> so somebody would like to know if you guys have pets, and then oh. secondarily, if pets can be adjusted. Oh my gosh, great one! I have two dogs. You have two dogs now? A two. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I don't know. Way to know something. One is... Well, okay, I don't have a survey card. I have not fill out every year. You might need it. All the pictures I've sent you. <laughs> you never <laughs> sent me that picture. That's <laughs> <laughs> your house cutting down your tree. No, I didn't see the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even open any of the stuff I sent you, bro? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, man. Uh, so one is... He is almost 11. Oxford. He is part lab, part shepherd. Oh, nice. And then I have one that is almost two, Luna. Oh, Luna, and she is a Boston Terrier. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what Michelle has. Feisty. Right? Uh, similar. Cute, she has a French. She has a French bulldog, or oh. two of them. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I have a dog and kind of cats. He's a surrogate yeah. cat man. Uh, feral. He's a so feral cat. The dog's name is Ladybug. We uh, adopted her from. Yuppie puppy. Yuppie, yuppie. The YP. The YP. Sure. And then um, we have a cat that's been with us for like eight years. Uh, when eight, you say years. with you, you mean like outside, out in the woods. Trying right? to get in our house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and take your stuff. Yeah. Has so, she ever entered? Um, she got in one time, but like then she went right back out. Like, yeah, yeah I don't want that. I just want you to feed and water me, yeah. and then that'd be fine. So for the, yeah, so for the audience, Dr. Matt um, discovered that there was a cat kind of relying on them. And... Because he's a good guy, he he has gotten medical attention for this cat. He's basically given the cat everything he wanted, but not required it to actually come inside his house. Sheriff Cowley, yeah, Sheriff Cowley, Cowley. Cowley. <laughs> and um, Doctor Matt has gotten in fights with opossums. 
He has. He has. And he has put his life on the line. So he's a real good guy. And the um, I want to say the Five Acres. That's the animal shelter that we always donate to. They're a really great place. I, I always like to plug them whenever I can because they do a really good job over there. We always give them money. So. And then I do not have any pets. What do you have in your backyard, though? I've got everything in my backyard. <laughs> and, you know, we've got, uh, we've got uh, probably 100 head of cattle. Uh, we live on a ranch, a cattle ranch. We've got about 100 head of cattle. And uh, there's coyotes, there's deer. There's, we have a super great opossum in our front woods. He's a, he's a wonderful citizen. Have you named it? No, he's yeah. too big and scary. Uh, she, excuse me, I saw her with some babies the other day. And um, we have all kinds of stuff around. Having said that, the movement to get a dog is growing. And we have entered into the negotiation phase. Oh. The negotiation phase. So they called my bluff. Because I said, keep some fish alive and you can have a dog. Well, they killed those fish. And then they killed the next set of fish and they killed the next set. And so they just called my wife, like, how long are you willing to murder fish before you get us a dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got me. <laughs> you got me. Like, uh, so that's where we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we're at. You see the pet store and drive a Lamborghini. <laughs> every week. So every where week. I, well, where I live, like, you got to have a dog with it. you got to get a dog dog. Like, so we, there's some negotiation. Mm. So. so can, well, let's just leave it to dogs. Can dogs be adjusted? Yes. Absolutely. They have a spine. They're Do you guys adjust dogs? Um, I've adjusted my dog, oh. but only only in the at-home kind of yeah. stuff going on. Um, I adjusted my previous two dogs a lot more than I have Ladybug. Oh. So <laughs> Lily and Rory got adjusted almost all the time, but they had special circumstances, and I felt like I could really help them adjusting. But, yeah, yeah. a Ladybug, I haven't, like, she's just, she's two years old. So yeah, she's, she don't. Nothing's she, going on she, yet. Yeah, she's Yeah. I get she's my dog adjusted. Yeah. And there are up to um Absolutely. Some who specialize in it. Yeah. yeah. What is the Doctor Horses. Horses. That's yeah. A big, yeah. It's a big, that's a big ticket thing. item. Yeah. Doctor Terry Certain yeah, out here I've in seen. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful first of all, he's a wonderful human being, but also he's a um he's a, a, a good animal. On his um practice door. Um, it used to say, I think, practice limited to animals or something like that. In case people would go up. It was pretty funny. Okay. What do you got? What All you right. Got? What is the corniest joke you know? Oh. Yeah. I don't really don't tell jokes. I really just do live humor because everything is so funny. <laughs> I couldn't think of one. I, I couldn't tell you. Dr. Brad? If you're American when you go into the bathroom. Okay. And you're American when Fantastic. you come out of the bathroom. What are you while you're in the bathroom? European. <laughs> oh, good job, uh, Bright. Uh, actually, that's uh, something we had heard you're just wonderful. You're just wonderful. Uh, I did it. Do you have one? What is a skeleton's favorite bone? The trombone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have one. Oh. How did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? Gave my hand. No. Oh, well. that's good. What? He could feel his presence. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Kim, have you seen one Star Wars movie? Yeah, I've seen them all. Okay. Why are pirates mean? Oh, God. I don't know. Because they are. Oh, boy. We're going to get loose here in a minute if you don't. <laughs> okay, so the next one, it's actually from your son, James. Oh, okay. Okay. Why? Superman. Yep. Why does he get headaches when he's in the car all day? Yeah. Oh, I can answer this one. Yeah, go ahead, Dr. Uh, Brown. Because I have ridden in the car with Dr. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> Look, you want to get there or not? Headaches. You want to get there or not? You know what I'm saying? Every time, headache. Yeah. Partly stress, partly anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. No, but seriously. Biomechanically, if we look at the human spine, it is not made to sit. Like humans are made to squat down, stand up, and walk. That's that's the way. That's the way the joints work. That's the biomechanical uh, dimensions by which we operate. Sitting is not one of those that the spine does really, really well. So for a young person who's tall for his age, doesn't necessarily fit into the actual car anymore, having to sit and look forward or sit and have that movie playing with your head in the same position and not being able to move is going to cause headaches. He is more susceptible because he's growing so fast right now that the muscles and ligaments of his neck are tight. Even with the best chiropractic care on the planet, we can only play catch up, you know what I mean? Okay. So that's why that is, because he's growing too fast, that's why. But it's not something we can't fix or deal with. Does he listen to this podcast? Uh, they do when I drive him around. Okay. Well, there you go, James. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Dr. Matt, if you could use magic to do one oh my gosh. mundane task for the rest of your life, what, what would it be? Who wrote that? What a great I don't question. Know. <laughs> I say that again. Say so, that again. if you could use magic to do one mundane task for the rest of your life, what would it be? Laundry. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Do you mean like <laughs> poof, it would be done, no. or you it, uh, clothes would be floating through the air? I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, don't look so. at me. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was either that or dishes. Yeah. Um, and usually Sarah does the dishes. Nice. So, depending. Laundry. You guys do the, if you cook, you don't clean it up? We do. Yeah. If you're the cooker, the other person cleans mm. it up. No, I take, I will do the dishes, but I take so long. Uh, for some reason, Sarah's just really a lot better at it. She just <laughs> cleans it, pushes the dishwasher, starts it, is done with it. I like to clean every dish. Mm. I like to wash every dish yeah. before I actually put it in the dishwasher. So, like, there's no reason for the dishwasher. That's right. Because I cleaned it so thoroughly, and it takes forever. It took me a little while to get used to that, too, that the dishwasher now can actually take some of the food off for you. Yeah. <laughs> it so, took me. I, I, I still have trouble with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next one is, is it true that if you turn your head too fast, you can snap your neck and die? <laughs> well, let's try it out. Who's <laughs> going? Who's doing it? Um, I think, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think turn your head too fast, you could snap your neck and die. Could, and die. could that happen? Yes. Absolutely. Has that ever happened? Probably not. The amount of force that you would need and the speed that you would have to rotate with, I, I can't imagine how that would be attainable. That'd just be damn near impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So we could it happen? Safe though, Kim. I would look real slow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just yeah. in case. Okay. Like an owl. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys have any secret talents? Oh gosh! Mm. Uh, I mean, so it wouldn't really I, be a secret. I feel like I can't tell. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Maurer's secret talent is he can make that person passing gas noise with his hands all day, every better day. than anybody I've ever seen in my life. It is weird. <laughs> he can even like throw his voice doing it. Like we'll be at the airport and he'll like make a little kid get in trouble over their fingers because uh, he can. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. His dad almost beat him. <laughs> yeah, he can just do. It. It's amazing. You have to ask him sometime to show you. It, it's incredible. I when I first met Dr. Maurer like 15 years ago, I recognized his ability. I said, "Take me under your wing and teach me." And I've been practicing every day since for put 15 it, years, it, and I still can't do it. Here, you you do it. 
<laughs> like that is not even real. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, uh, so I guess I have not a talent. Uh, I've also perfected beatboxing with it, but we won't get in. That's oh my That'd god, you're so time. cool. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's yeah, great. don't you beatbox with Katie May? Didn't you used to? Probably. You're so cool, man. <laughs> all right, what else? Oh, did Dr. Matt, did you want to go? <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> That's my hidden talent. Yeah. <laughs> Fading into the darkness. That's right. Okay, so this is actually from one of our child patients. Oh. What would you do if someone's spine was coming out of their back? Oh, <laughs> God. Is there anything better than young patients? I immediately push it back in. Yeah, the young people patients are the best. <laughs> What Fatality. would I do? If it was coming out of their back. Yeah, it was coming out. <laughs> I yeah, push it back in. Idea, uh, idea of fatality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fatality. Combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. combat style. I'd put my hand on there to hold it in place, and I would emer- I would get the emergent the authorities. I'd be like, send an ambulance over here to get this guy's spine. You know. Unless there was like pieces of it falling off, then I'd probably collect it. So far, that's never happened to you guys. Is that no? I don't, <laughs> I've never seen. I don't think we've ever seen. Actual human bones. Like, if something's coming out of you, you shouldn't be in our office. That's rule number three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is there a best time to take your vitamins? Oh, man, great question. Some of the vitamins are water-based and some of them are fat-based. So, like, vitamin D, vitamin A, that kind of stuff you want to take with a meal that has some kind of fat in it to help the uptake. So, like, it doesn't matter if it's morning or afternoon? Okay. I think a lot of times they Most say. Most time doesn't. A lot of times they say morning, but really, I think it just. Yeah. I from from what I heard, I thought it was vitamins in the morning, right. and then anything else before you go to bed, like kind of protein kind of stuff, mm-hmm. so your body can that's have that available. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. If you need it though, as long as you're taking it, that's probably yeah, absolutely a good thing. All right. What is the one thing that makes your significant other so wonderful? I feel like this question was set up. To get should us we in trouble? Did right my wife write before... this? No. Should, should we answer for other people or just for me? Ooh, yeah. Everyone wants know. to answer yeah. for me and why they think my wife is so great. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's the first woman to tell Dr. Josh no. <laughs> it's true. On a consistent basis. It's true. And she stick to her guns. Yeah. So like she didn't. She didn't like no. Didn't no, we're not married. The first person to tell me no. The, yeah. She's still telling me no. You want to go out with me? No. No. Oh my God. I... I love you. I gotta, I gotta talk I to love you. you. What's your number? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dr. Josh, you go ahead. I'm no, just, she's, I'm just playing. Her bet. She's incredibly tolerant of me. Yeah. <laughs> Still comes back to you, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's mine. Okay. Dr. Brad? Uh, she puts up with the fact that I make fart noises. Yeah. <laughs> Better than anyone on earth. Right. Do you just she, I, don't know, I don't know if she it? appreciates that. Um, no, but it seriously, is great. Uh, as busy as she is, just everything she does for me and my daughter, it's just amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Um, probably the fact that she loves our families as much as I do. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. loves being around them. She loves my brothers and my sister. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she's wonderful. She's just a wonderful human being. Yeah. She loves my parents. Like, you always hear that the in-laws are like, oh, the in-laws. Yeah. But, like, she loves the family, and she loves being part of it. So, yeah, that's what makes her so awesome. Interestingly enough, <laughs> do you know who introduced Dr. Maurer to his wife? No, who? You? Oh. And then do you know who introduced Matt to his wife? Me. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, should be. <laughs> actually, Jeremy oh. had more of a 
part to play in that. Then. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Which I, I didn't even know. It's not about me anymore, Kim. We yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, for me, I have a significant Oh, God. Other. You asked? Oh, yeah. sure. Kim, yeah. yes. Go on in. Yeah, we definitely need Go on in, Kim. You I know? feel like you probably researched this, Kim. Yeah. No, he's just... Is this your question? Do you have a spreadsheet comparing men and Mark was like, he has the highest qualities? Zip darp, zip up, zip darp. No. Oh. He's just, I don't know, he's just funny. He makes me laugh even when I'm having a bad day. How much does weight loss help with joints? Mm. This is actually a pretty good one. The, the loss of weight if a person is overweight on joints is pretty pronounced because you figure every square millimeter of joint is designed to take a certain amount of weight. And when you go over that, and then by every square millimeter, you overpressure it. As you're losing weight, bones will actively remodel themselves to reflect the new weight of your body. Some people will tell you, well, you'll become osteopenic if you lose too much weight. That is if you go way overboard and become mal malnourished. Hmm. So it is a very positive thing, a positive effect on your joints and your bones. Just don't take it too far. I see one of the big things... In terms of research, I always look at the knees. Too. Yeah, knees. And when you think about walking, there's way more than just your body weight in terms of the pressure going on those knees. There's like one and a half times. So Absolutely. If you're taking off that weight, it's it's going to be proportional yeah. that way. And I think, too, like where... Just the, in terms of longevity. Like, it's incredible. And with the spine, it's where where is that weight. Like, if someone has right. a lot of stomach right. mass, it's going to change those curves mm -hmm. in the spine. That's right. Put pressures where they're not supposed to be. Okay. Um, so the last few are from people actually here in the office. Oh, so like from employees. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this. Are one, you gonna tell us who it is? Yeah, this it's, one's Marissa's. Okay. <laughs> this can't be good. I can't wait. Do your guts ever hurt? Yes. <laughs> yeah. First of all, yeah, my guts sometimes hurt. Sometimes I will. I will eat a bunch of food that I should not have ate, and I can tell you right now, or maybe there was an avocado in the room when they were making it, but my guts will just absolutely be killing me. I have another medical term that's not super long, but borborygmy. Borborygmy. What's that? It's a wonderful word. Gut, gut rumbling. It's the gut rumble sound. Mm -hmm. yeah. We listen for it to make sure you, we do physicals and stuff like that, we listen for it. Okay. Yes is the answer. Great question. Okay. Uh, the next one is actually from me. Me oh. and Dr. Brad were talking about this the other day. Why does heat cause headaches to happen? Mm. So, like, when I was in my office yeah. and I was blasting my heater, Ugh. and then I got a headache. <laughs> so, and I know you said you had been drinking a lot of water. I think typically that's probably one of the biggest dehydration. reasons for, is dehydration. Mm. So the heat can help with dehydration? Well, it causes straight cause, up causes. Yeah. And then straight the, up to the vessels, you know, the vessels <laughs> then create... Uh, the constriction there creates, but I know just in general, I, I know from being out in the heat for too long, even if I do feel like I'm drinking water, like even though you feel like you're hydrated, yeah, you're headache, that headache comes along and it's it can be terrible. Absolutely, C podcast number beep bop, yeah, really, whatever one, two or three or something. In, in your case, with your room as hot as you make it, it's probably the beginnings of heat stroke, yeah. Kim's hatching or, sea turtles, or, yeah. yeah. Like at night, we have to turn the lights off so the sea turtles can find their way to the ocean because it's so warm where Kim hatches them. It's around the office. <laughs> so, is this is the ocean, right, guys? Hang on, I got a mother leather back in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're like eight feet long, Kim. They're eight feet long. Oh, whatever. Okay. And then the last one Will Dr. Matt ever clean his office? No. 
Now? No, I'm absolutely not yeah, going to. Dr. Mac does so, not do well job. when you ask him to do something. Yeah. Don't tell Dr. Mac what to do. Yeah. If you try to yeah. give Dr. Mac advice, what you're going to get is him enacting the opposite of that advice, even yeah. if it causes him physical pain. That's awesome. his talent. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> is his talent. <laughs> what, what's my saying, Dr. Brad? He's gonna, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a great... I'm glad they came up so he could talk about his office yeah. and his thing. That office won't be clean because Dr. Matt gives his all when he's on the floor. And when he goes to his cave, he just needs to sit down and relax. Also, once our mom sees it, then it'll be clean. But until then, that's, that's his number one that's pet his peeve. Area. That's, that's his, his number area. one pet peeve. Don't yeah. tell him what to do. Oh, yeah. that is Oh, it my... drives him insane. Yeah. 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 You know what you should do? You know what you should Oh, that's a yeah. great... I just turn around and start... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he does make that noise. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Okay. That's, that's it, Kimberly. Got. Okay. Uh, listen. Some of them did the, not make it. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sorry if, if they did it or something. Yeah. Well, we will get to them eventually. In the next year. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a wonderful first season. The feedback from our patients has been absolutely incredible. Um, if you have any feedback for us, Kim K I M at mfwellness.org, and then um, get those questions ready. We will come back in January. Take a couple weeks off, come back middle of January or something after everything is settled down and, and uh, we'll get right back on top of these because as healthcare evolves, so does um, so do the questions. So I, I just want to say we really appreciate it hearing about it in the office and the emails that we get regarding that. Dr. Matt, do you have anything? End of first season, any thoughts? What one word, a one word thought on this first season. Exciting. Okay. Mm. Dr. Maurer? Amazing. Ooh. Kimberly? Magical. Oh. <laughs> Sure. Wow. Where are you, uh, what are you going to do now, bro? I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say lame, but that's going to say Enjoyable. Enjoyable. Oh. It was an enjoyable thing. So uh, uh, for the four of us, um, thank you for a wonderful first season, everyone. And uh, we will see you in January. Have a great end of the year. <laughs> <laughs>